This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Hey everybody, welcome to another Drink of Ages radio show here at Drink of Ages Pub. I am your host, John Denman, DJ Muskrash, my producer, is hanging out. He's got his bowl of cracks in beside him. <laughs> so if you hear me crunching, I mean some peanut butter stuffed pretzels. Makes for great radio, apparently, but I wish you wouldn't sit those so close to me while I'm drinking some good beers, because that's, that's just like, it really is crack. Uh, this episode of Drink of Ages is brought to you by Twisted X Brewing Company, located in beautiful Dripping Springs. Uh, great part of the world, and this time of year you want to get out to the hill country, go jump in some cool water, stop by Twisted X, try some of their beers, or swing by the pub and grab some. Uh, you can find them all over Texas now, and if you haven't tried them out, check them out. TwistedXBrewing.com, get more info from them. This week's show, we have a great one, because we're going to talk with our buddy cousin Steven Von Grimm from Clown Shoes. Uh, Clown Shoes, I'm sure you've had their beer, Space Cake. I've talked talk about it a lot because we keep it on tap here. Good 9% double IPA. Goes down it's about as smooth as a beer can go. <laughs> but they also make a tremendous amount of other beers, and they have a new Texas release that we're going to be talking about. And then our music guest is, man, we have Lincoln Durham hanging out. Well, and actually, Lincoln's sitting across from us right now, so man, we'll get started. What's up, Lincoln? Oh, not much. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. You made a nice little trek in to Houston from New Orleans. New Orleans, yep. Uh, good little show last night. Uh, always a fierce audience in New Orleans. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, they know how to, they know how to do it. New Orleans is always a good place to, to go. Yeah, and you know. For we, like three days. We're, see, that's the thing. We've never gotten a chance to hang out. It's always we're just burning through, and so we we have gotten to see as much of it as we can in the in the course of you know a, a couple hours or maybe a night. So every time we're there, we're 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 swearing we're gonna come back for like a little weekend vacation or something, you know. So we'll we'll make it happen. But yeah, we've only seen what's outside the van uh, for gotcha. the past few years. Yeah. We went, we went through, you know, it's different when you go to New Orleans with your kids. And so this last summer we're driving through. It's like, <laughs> I imagine hey, man, it can be a little different. It, it's, it's a little different, yeah. New, different experience in New Orleans. So you start looking for things to do with kids and whatnot. We did a ghost tour. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's right up my alley. That was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. I yeah, went to a bunch of different places like asylums and haunted places <laughs> and this and that. And the guy told stories and kids were, you know, they were spooked by some things and then we ended up at uh, Jean Lafitte's, I think is what it's called, the oldest bar. Uh, it's like 300 years old. I don't know. I could wow. be making this up. But yeah. like the oldest bar in New Orleans. Um, it was, yeah, it's a great time down there, man. There's yeah, a lot of stuff to do other than just walk around Bourbon Street. It's obviously unlike anything else we've got here uh, in the States. And uh, we, we're touring on this tour with a, a, a guy named Will Varley, and, and him and his buddy are, are down here, and they're from, uh, they're from England. Uh, and that's that's where they live. Uh, so it's this is you know, I mean they've been before, but they've never actually gotten to traverse the country like we're doing this time around. And, and uh, yeah, he was a little late for sound check. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> New Orleans New Orleans has a whole different time to it oh, as yeah, well. Yeah. So yeah. there is can suck you into that time. There is a New Orleans time that's like, oh man, four hours just went by. Yep. And I just remember my first hurricane. It's a black hole of of, of time for yeah. sure. But man, delicious food. Uh, it's just a, it's a, well, although when we were on Bourbon Street, I told my kids, I was like, all right, man, you know, cause they're teenagers, young teenagers. I'm like, with my son, I was like, all right, man, you're probably going to see some things, you know, you might just don't stare. It's fun. You know, it's just boobs, whatever it is. Everybody's partying, having a good time. There was nothing happened. It was like a oh, dead yeah. night on Bourbon Street. So he, uh, yeah, I've never it was a letdown for him. Thing. But I do know, you know, I mean, I, we've experienced that where you just kind of get sucked into this, you know, this this nebulous. Uh, it's like going into a casino or something. This just, you know, black hole of time that that it just everything ceases to exist, and you just, yeah, I mean, it's a great feeling. I love it, you know. And then you walk out, and the sun's up, <laughs> and it's two <laughs> days later. It? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's happened. Uh, no, it's a it's a great town, and but man, you guys have been traveling all over the place. I mean, you did. West Coast, East Coast. I mean, yep. you cover the country on the store. Yeah, yeah, we did uh, the whole thing in six weeks. Yeah, so that's a lot of stops. It is, you know. And then it's still, you know, we're, we listen. I still do the do it ourselves. So I do the one man band thing, and then she does all the tour managing and uh, tour managing. So it's just the two of us, you know. So we're doing all the. There's no luxury. We're just doing the the drives in the in the in the. Um, Four three fifty van, you know, packed to the the gills with junk and trash and food and gear and everything. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, but you know, I mean, it, it's fun, but it's it's definitely. I, I don't. I don't know that everybody quite understands. You know, I mean, it's not to do the old stop. I'm not trying to do the stop story, but I, I don't think you know everyone quite gets you know exactly what when you're not in a bus and being driven around quite what goes into the. Uh, the well, actual logistics of getting from one place to another. That just think about taking a road trip every single day, and then <laughs> then take it and nothing against my wife or anything, but Alyssa's your wife and your tour manager. But taking that road trip with my wife every single day, that that and then and then jump around for a couple hours at the end of at the end of your trip every night, rather than go to the hotel, get up on stage and, and jump yes. around like a jump like around, a, be excited. Like my wife would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> she she would have kicked me out a long time well, ago. Well, there's times where I think I'm about to get booted out <laughs> of the band, but uh, we make it work. Yeah, it's 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 not as uh, glamorous and everything as it seems, but I would imagine just like anything else, you know, it's like like going to the gym or mowing the grass. You're like, man, I don't feel like doing it, but once you start doing it, then that you know, when I'm on stage, man, it's there's no there's amazing no, feeling. Yeah, I, sometimes I'll get up there and 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 right before I'm about to go on, you know, I I've, I I don't have to do most of the driving, but I do it. I just I don't know. I, I'm weird about that. I just I like to drive, but then every time I get to the the venue, I'm, I regret it. I'm like, ah, oh, guys, I shouldn't have driven. <laughs> but um, but you know, you you'll kind of drag your feet up there sometimes, and then but for me, the second I I lay into it it's just there's no place i'd rather be you know um yeah you just find some you, you find it and then you just roll with it every, every time and your show in particular because you are a one-man band i mean you're yeah. the only one sitting up there yeah. with all uh, 50 of your instruments that you're going to play that <laughs> night and so i mean there there's a lot of action yeah going on non-stop up there you have to find your your your, your happy place because um you have to find your own 
you have to find your own gas, you know, your own your own steam, um, because you, you don't have the, the the luxury of of other bandmates that can maybe sometimes kind of you know infuse energy into you when you don't quite have it. Yeah. So you got to manufacture it yourself, you know, which which uh, some nights are harder than others, but um, but yeah, you just kind of have to um, go into a realm and. How, how many shows did you do in the last six weeks? Um, not uh, not as many as it would sound. We did the whole U.S. I would say somewhere, yeah, maybe 30, something like that. It's yeah. a lot of stops. Yeah. <laughs> not as many it's, it's, as it sounds. I, I will say there are way more. I mean, I, I, can, I can just list off a few bands that I know personally that go way harder than we do. I mean, there's guys that, that go six on, one off for a month to two months straight. You know, and God, I don't know. It's not for me. <laughs> I can't go like that. But they, 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 they're just machines. Some of them, man. Yeah, yeah. That's I do this show once a week, and there's <laughs> it's just sometimes it's a struggle. But you know, we have some good beers here to, yeah, to, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's my that's my fuel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's probably the fuel of most musicians too. Between, <laughs> between some of the beer and the pizza, the pizza Alvino brings by, man, that, that that gets me going. Yeah, sure. Gets me motivated for the show. Sure. Yeah, but it, it really is, man. It, it's it's that's got to be tough, and it's you know, just to go out there and just just give it that hundred percent every single night it's 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 so much fun though i you know i i can't um i can't imagine a, a day without doing it really you know there's some days i wish i could imagine a day without doing it but i can't i can't <laughs> so do every it. once in a while you imagine more beach time but then well. yeah <laughs> yeah i just I, there's no way i could stop i love it um as much as as, as tiring as it gets and as, as much work as it can be sometimes i still uh a week from now when we get home i'll you know, look I'll, back on yeah, it. It's going to be one hell of a time. Yeah, about how hard it is, and I'll I'll be chomping at the bit to get back out. Yep. All right, let's take a quick break, and we get back. We'll talk more Lincoln Durham. Drink of Ages. Be right back. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cash branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out cashbranding.com Cyclers Brewing Company is sitting on the outskirts of the Sam Houston National Forest in Montgomery, where all you have to do is enjoy nature and make great beers. Cyclers lineup includes their domestic wit, breakaway English-style IPA, the Ride Hard Rye IPA, and my favorite of theirs, the 5511 Imperial Red Elb with a nice ABV of 7.9%. Then the Big Daddy, Palmaris, the Russian Imperial Stout, hefty 9% ABV, and rounding out their lineup is the Abbey Miel Trappist, an Abbey-style double. Give them a try if you have not had one in a while. Cyclers Brewing Company... One, 
We are back on, and I'm John Denman, your host, and we're hanging out with Lincoln Durham, badass musician. If you've never heard his music, then you're definitely missing out. Uh, you can just look up Lincoln Durham online, man. You, you're, Please. It's, it's, you're all Please over the place. Please do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am all over the place, though. Uh, yeah, all over the social stuff, yeah. You can find stuff. find a lot of his music, but it's it's a tremendous sound, and I mean, it's it's... I like the description, the Southern Gothic Psycho Blues Revival Punk. Yeah. <laughs> that was, a, people would describe it to me, and I just kept adding. Because they'd say, what do you call, what, what do you do? What do you call what you do? I don't know. What do you call what I do? And then they would tell me. And yeah. so I just kept uh, hyphenating. Whoever it. came up with Revival to throw in there, that, that actually was yeah, like, that, it's it fits this, nicely. Yeah, it's this, it's funny because people will ask me, because it's very kind of religious themed, although it's really blasphemous for the most part because people will come up confusing you know confused and so are you religious or not you know because it's this it is it's very I, I come from that background but I'm not you know and so it's it's this dual 
you know, yeah. edge kind of weird thing. So it's yeah, because because your music, I mean, it's some good stomping. You know, it's it's a lot of lead. Great guitars through the whole thing, and oh, so you. When you bring out the slide guitar, the old cigar box, yeah, the one stringer, yeah, yeah, uh, and you know you look at your little kick drum going. You don't sound like you're just one guy up there playing. That was my all. intent. Yeah, my intent was to sound like a band without paying for a band. But it has that kind of has that a uh, deep hollow kind of sound for you know trying to describe. Yeah, what it's your just music's I don't like. know. It's it's I I people have asked me that and I I never really know how to describe it other than just um it's just evil music. Yeah. Um yeah. But it's a good one though. It's a good evil. You yeah. Know, it's yeah. like going those it's like should I feel happy about this? <laughs> you know, it's funny cuz I I tend to it's it's I I the the people that I, I sing a lot about you know like mental illness and stuff too you know like put that I kind of put my stuff into yeah I don't I, I just, when I write I just write what I know I don't set out to write a love song or whatever I just write what basically is kind of screwing with my head at the time you know and so it comes out kind of you know mental, a little twisted yeah a little twisted yeah. all the time um, but I, what, what's funny is I I because I I never it's kind of therapy for me. So I never write with the intent of gaining a fan. I hope that there's millions of fans eventually, but I never write with that intention. And so when I always kind of wonder like what draws people to what I do. And, uh, and when I, I get people come up and they tell me that, you know, I was really going through a rough time in life or, you know, and, and, uh, and this stuff helped me, you know, because it, to me it's kind of almost angry music all the time, you know? And so when, when people come up and tell me that, Oh, that really helped me get through a certain time. It's cool. You know, yeah. because, that wasn't the intent, and I'm glad it helped. It was really for me just to expel this these you know demons in my head, and um, it's good that therapy. that it helped you in in a certain in this similar situation come out of that. You know, it's kind of cool to me because that that um, I always kind of wonder what's what purpose my my music yeah. does serve in this world. Yeah, and, and, and it makes you think, cool. you know, it's like, oh man, there's actually more people like me out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if that's yeah, good yeah. or bad. Yeah. You know, I think that might be what they do too. When yeah. they hear it, you know, they're like, Hey, this guy's uh, putting to words what I've got going on rattling around in my head, you know? Yeah. So. Cause a lot of times, like I said, putting to words, man, uh, most people can't put what their thoughts are into yeah. words. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why there's so much medication out there. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, um, I and that's what I've always done. I've always, you know, I, I had all kinds of wacky stuff in my head going on since I was a kid. And I, when I was when I was young, I, I was medicated, you know, and I didn't like what it did to me, and so I quit doing that. And I found that music is a good therapy. It's a good outlet, you know, for that, you know, or even I don't say it in place of a therapist or psychiatrist or whatever. You got to do what's right for you. But for find me, your own way. You got to find your own way. For me, it helps to put it in, you know. A rhyming song, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time kind of aggressive. <laughs> yeah, the songs definitely are a little aggressive, uh, but then you come out with, uh, like, Clementine. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, you're just like, just a nice, smooth. I know, speaking of uh, uh, clown shoes, they make a beer called Clementine, which oh, is really? a phenomenal beer. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. The, the, here to a, a, a trigger word, Clementine. Yeah, but, but, but no, man, that's just a great song. Thank yeah, you. nice, easy. Uh, but there's a little story with that one as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a respite from. Uh, yeah, I was on that song. I always, um, I wanted to know what you know. Everybody would always write these love songs, and I I just kind of had it. 
I felt compelled one time to write what if it was kind of a departing love song, but from the one that was departing, the one that was dying, you know, the dead one. Um, so it's kind of a death love song sung from the one that had had passed, kind of telling the the one living to, you know, uh, keep going, you know, kind of trudge, trudge along and, and, and keep going. And it's a strange angle for a song, but I, it's a good one, though. I, I, well, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I kind of thought it was, I don't know. Let's see, man. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe we got like the 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 mud song, the mud, mud puddles. puddle. Yeah, mud puddles yeah. is another one that that yeah. I'm gonna throw some out there. So if you're listening, look at Lincoln Durham mud puddles, and it's a hell of a song. That's first record one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, that was another one where uh, it was just kind of a drifter type of a character, mm-hmm. you know, that that uh, is trying to not tread too heavily so as to be noticed or found or seen, you know. All these songs do kind of have a similar theme to it, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're dark. They're depressive. That's why when people say, oh, it really helped me. I'm like, how did it help you? I would think it would send you further into some spiral of of depression. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like I said, man, it's, it's just finding comfort in other people's lyrics. I mean, there's songs that, that you know I can name when going through certain things. Like, why did you like that song so much? I was like... I don't know why I was listening to Guar that for that period of time sure. in my life so much. I, mean, I just I needed to get here some very raunchy death horror metal. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just what I needed. Absolutely. I I can think of a lot of you know instances where uh, being on the other side of it, where a song helped me, and then you actually, if you break down the song, there's nothing upbuilding uh, whatsoever about it. You know, it, it, but but for some reason it spoke to me and you know lifted my spirits or what have you. We're talking about Lincoln Durham and uh, 2016 last year, Revelations of a Mind Unraveling. Yeah. Released that one, which was your third. Full release. That's right. Yep. Um, third one, and that's what we've been uh, touring with uh, for the past year and a half or two now. Uh, it's a relatively new record, actually. But we're uh, and then uh, we're right as soon as we get done with this tour, which is tonight, uh, we're gonna go home and I'm gonna start recording the next one. So, you, you know, it's, we're living in a Twitter world. You know, people losing. You know, lose. Yes, everybody's uh, waiting for some information. You gotta, man. You gotta be pumping out stuff so we're gonna go and we're gonna do another record that i'm really excited about playing a lot of songs on this tour from that one so should be promoting the previous record but i'm doing more songs from the new album i think than than from the from the old one but um but yeah we just did that one i'm gonna go back um and try my hand at producing this one yeah for the first time so this one you're gonna do this one yourself yeah so it's, uh, why not take them? I mean, you already play all the instruments, so might as well. Yeah, you know, uh, and and the thing, I, uh, just a quick note, I, not to bring the conversation down, but um, George Reef was my producer for the for the first three. He co-produced the first one, and he produced the the last two. And then over this year, uh, very quickly found out he had cancer, uh, oh, lung cancer, uh, ultimately uh, passed away from it while we were on tour. Uh, a week, two two weeks maybe ago. Um, so the so yeah, um, which leaves me. Uh, he was half the you know half the tone. Right. Of uh, from early on, he kind of, I, you know, he helped mold me really into what I was today. You know, he was very inspirational and in, in, um, you know giving me feedback and in, in what I was early on in my career uh, and and it was a big part of what I am now. 
Um, so yeah, so, so we're going. A, I mean, a tough loss. Yes, yeah, just yes. a couple weeks ago, which was in the Austin community too, which is where I live. Um, the music community, it was a, it was a big heavy loss. He was well known and well loved by you know a lot of people, everyone that knew him, and and uh, and so so yeah, we go back to this one now. So I'll be uh, I'll be you know trying to try you know whatever guide some. Some Any, dark waters here, and try to figure out what I'm doing on my own. So we'll see. Not well, that you needed a mess. inspiration a mess or anything, but with. yeah, it, it, you, not to make any light of it, but you you do kind of feed off, uh, you know, the, the horrible things. And, yeah, it, it's. And it, it, it. I don't know. It's kind of, but it's it's a, it's tragic, man. Sorry it's, to hear about your buddy. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it it. it it's weird, you know. It's it's going to be going in uh, without my, I guess, kind of barometer, you know, for what was what was good and bad. So it's going to be it'll be it'll be weird, but it'll be interesting. And you know, who knows what we what we come up with, you know? Going to try to kind of maintain the same style. No, I think no, I think I'm not actually because I think uh, I think I'm going to try something different. Uh, not not different to me, but I think what I'm going to try to do on this record is. Uh, a couple reasons so as to not try to conjure up what what magic George and I had together and then also do something that I've I've heard fans uh, request a lot of fans will ask for a live album and that's not what I'm going to do okay but I, I will eventually maybe put out a live album but what I find is that people say you know oh man I love your recording material but uh, the live is you know so what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to try to grab a spirit of liveness in this record and so maybe I tend to not adhere to the rules that I do on stage when I'm in studio so that I can build a little bit more out on a song but I think I'm going to try to make just this raging hard record but much more reminiscent of what you might see on stage yeah so less flourish less less bells and whistles and maybe just a more straightforward almost a solo like one man band record not 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 get up there and do a one-man thing but capture have have that kind of that feel that sound yeah so that when you hear it live it's not a very far removal from what you heard on the record Mm -hmm. i might try that and see what happens i'm a big fan of the other stuff and uh, it's a if if you've never listened to lincoln durham and you need to definitely go online and buy some albums Download some songs. They're they're better. Uh, they sound better when you buy them ten at a time. I, that's <laughs> that's just that's how a it works rumor. Out. Yeah, that's yeah. a rumor. But that's what yeah, I. If heard. you want the best sound, just go ahead and buy all of them at one time. All, all of them at once. Yes. Play them all at once. I've got them synced to where they. It they, all goes they together very well. Yeah, yeah. They, it's this demonic possession. If you play them all at the same, so buy them all, <laughs> each ten at a time. Play them all together, and you'll hear. Satan incarnate. Yeah, but either way, you'll uh, be blessed with you know thousands of dollars after that. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> only good things will happen to you. Only you good things. All of my records. Well, Lincoln, man, I'm glad you were able to stop by before the show tonight, and uh, looking forward to it as well. Thank you. And I know we didn't have any beers now, but afterwards we'll definitely have some beers. Let's do it. You're going to be at the show. Bring a mic. Bring a mic. <laughs> Bring a mic, and I'll you know, I'll do we'll, it. We'll we'll add a, a we'll have interview. the after show show <laughs> after right. the show. Yeah, because this is the last night of the tour, which is when I get nice and uh, loose. All so right, we'll have some it. that clown shoes triple IPA waiting on you. Oh yeah, love it. Right on. Let's right. do it. Well, Lincoln, appreciate it, man, and uh, congratulations on the tour. 
after tonight, get some nice needed rest. Ah, oh, thank you so much. Well, yeah, a little, as much as we can. As much as you can. <laughs> All right, everybody, Drink of Age will be right back. And when we get back, we'll be talking with some Clown Shoes Brewery. Stay tuned. Crush City IPA has made its return just in time for the Astros' kick-ass season. Buffalo Bayou Brewing amped up for the citrus characteristics with a bouquet of hops. This IPA is super bright and smoothed it out with a subtle malt body. Also lowered the ABV to 7%, which, you know, I kind of like that. You know, it's a, take it down a little notch to 7% to make it, you know, you guess it, man. A crushable IPA. Crush City IPA by Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. I hope you were able to make it to get some of the Houston Haze from Spindle Tap. It was delicious. Spindle Tap is making some badass beers. If you have not visited the tap room, the air-conditioned tap room, you are missing out. It's only 10 minutes north of downtown. Stop in for some brewery-only releases or grab a pint or three. The main lineup, like Hop Gusher, and they also just redid Tool Pusher slightly so you get even more hops on the, on the back end. Absolutely delicious beers. I love them. SpindleTapBrewery.com.
right, Drink of Ages, we're back on. And, uh, man, Lingen Durham, like I said before, man, if you haven't listened to his music, you've heard it during the breaks. And, man, go out there and see him when he comes back through town. But if nothing else, just go online, support these guys like this, and uh, buy some of their music. But also want to mention that, like I said earlier, Pizza Albino always drops off some wonderful pizzas for us. And they actually dropped off a gluten-free vegan pizza for Lincoln and Alyssa. Um absolutely delicious they took the rest of it with them which uh, i don't blame them but uh you can also get half price pizzas monday through wednesday buy one get your second one half price at pizza Elvino. and if you never had their pizza either i highly suggest you come stop by the pub if you don't live by here have a beer order some pizza or if you live by here definitely need to get some but now now we're going to talk beer because this is kind of a beer show we flip-flopped this this time around. We did music first. Uh, generally, we end with the band. We're, but now we're going to talk beer. And we have some really, a really big beer in front of us that we're going to get into. But we also have cousin Steve Von Grimm from Clown Shoes. Oh, good. I've been formally introduced. Hi. <laughs> Very nice to see you, man. Hi. How's it going? It's, it's after you, you started hanging around Houston a little bit, man. We, we bump into each other a lot. Uh, in the short amount of time that I've been here, um, uh, there's already so many tangents I want to uh, 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 get to, uh, relating back to pizza also. But uh, I've been here since the end of uh, January. And something that I've noticed is the beer community is a lot more close-knit, even though you have all of Houston. Uh, that, that beer expands out into and then outside of um, but it's kind of the same people that run into each other or keep on running into each other. For, for such a large, like third or fourth largest city, however you want to figure that number out, for to be such a big industry, it is a very tight-knit community. And, and it's, one of the, it's one of the best industries known to mankind that I've ever been part of. But there's just... Yeah, when you go to events and pubs and things like that, you just, like I said, man, you just kind of run into the same people. Um, it's been fun, man. It's been fun getting to know you a little bit. Uh, where, where does Cousin come from? Oh, so that, uh, that moniker came from a, um, uh, our, our New Jersey distributor, um, who uh, one of their, um, their employees uh just started calling me cousin Steve because um, I um, I'm cousins with um, Matt Smith who uh, was integral to getting clown shoes going um, in the early days of things and was at one point our director of operations still working for the company uh, so it kind of just made sense that uh, cousin Steve cu- cousin Steve and then cousin Steve became uh, um, kind of a, a cartoon character that I could play to at um, events or tap takeos or, 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 or beer fests. And Cousin Steve, then the actual cartoon character, ended up on uh, two of our labels. <laughs> what, what kind of beers were those? The first one was uh, a lemon IPA that we did for um, New Jersey in 2015 called Cousin Steve and the Lemon Hearts. And... Um, the second one was one that we did just for New York State, um, which is going to see, I'm very thankful that it's going to see national release uh, later this year. It's called The Stranger, which is a uh, white IPA. The Stranger. 
How, how, how did that one come about? Why, why The Stranger? Because uh, it is the weirdest label that our artist Michael uh, ever, ever drew. And I'm trying to... Which is pretty impressive because you guys have... First of all, you have some pretty excellent labels. But some of them get a little, get a little weird, like I said. So to say the weirdest one, this I'm is... expecting something magnificent. Yeah, I was going to show you a picture on an audio podcast. It doesn't exactly make for, for good radio, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the, uh, Michael, uh, our artist Michael Axt, um, he does hard work. Uh, he's a huge part of our um, apparent, our, our image, and uh, yeah, the, the name of it came because Michael said to Greg, our owner, um, this is easily the weirdest label that I've ever driven, uh, I've ever drawn. It's uh, this um, alien landscape, uh, bright colors, um, non-Euclidean shapes, uh, and then there's me in a spacesuit holding hands with a giant uh, yeast golem. And I'm holding a German balloon, and my pug is stuck in the the German uh, yeast golem's uh, shoulder. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, this is just like normal weekend, right? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Just taking a stroll in an alien landscape. Alien landscape. Well... And that beer is going to, you said it's going to be nationally released. Uh, later this year. Um, uh, I think uh, we're probably thinking around October now. We're talking about Cousin Steve from Clown Shoes, which you guys are, you know, brew the beer up in Ipswich, Massachusetts. Um, but I mean, it's six years now? Seven years as of January. Uh, and we've been available in Texas for, I think, Six and a half of those years. Texas was one of the first states we branched out to outside of uh, Massachusetts. Why Why was that? Because, I mean, everybody talks about, like, label approvals and how hard it is to get beers in Texas and or just, just the cost and the time. I think um, part of it has to do with ties. Uh, our owner has family here. Um, we were at one point helping um, uh, Brash out, uh, making their beer before Ben was up and running uh, with his own facility. Uh, so at the time, it, I think, probably just made sense. I'm not saying that I've had some brash beers that may have been labeled in a clown shoes keg at one time at some undisclosed location, but it was tasty. <laughs> oh, way back when? Way or, back when. Or, yeah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, ways around things at times, possibly. I don't know. It probably, who knows, who knows. But uh, now you guys, man, have, have just make solid beers. I, I can't think of one beer that you guys make that I don't enjoy. We try. You know, we, we, are, we, we have a reputation for making big, bold, ridiculous beers with even more ridiculous names. And, and uh, um, if, 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 you want a, if you want a high-powered barrel-aged stout, yeah, look, look at Clown Shoes because we probably have Three of them. Yeah, but then you came out with, with like we mentioned earlier in the show, Clementine. Clementine. Which is, is that one of the lowest ABV beer you guys make? Used to be until we came out with uh, the Mango Kolsch. Uh, so Clementine was for a while one of our, it was our one of our earliest recipes. Um, one of the ones that really uh, stayed um, from the beginning days uh, of when we were getting started. And that was at 6%, always been at 6%. Um, but now with the mango colch and the, and the baked goods pale ale, uh, those two are at five and a half. And, um, 
after that, it jumps to eight with Galactica. Galactica, yeah. That's yeah, that's a that's a very nice beer. I, I still think Space Cake. I mean, that, that is such a just a wonderful, very well balanced, easily such an easy nine percent. What Space Cake? Yes. Yeah, yeah, nine percent beer to drink. I'm telling you, Kevin. Uh, if you weren't driving home after this, I would say you should need it. Well, you should try the triple IPA that we're having now. But since you're driving home, I do not suggest you having this particular beer. We'll drink your beer for you. We're, we're helping have it. We're helping you out. Just to help you out. Because uh, that's, that's kind of, you know, we're supportive. Very supportive. The beer that you get, you know, Texas only release right here. The triple IPA. Glad that I waited, actually, um, before. You said before that you uh, switch things around. Usually you do beer first and then music afterwards. Well, uh, with um, your previous guests on, that allowed enough time for the keg to literally walk in the door and be ready for us to, uh, to go on. It's a good way the, the kegs to go. Is fresh. I mean, how much fresher can you get? You know, it gets delivered, it gets put on the truck, brought over here, and put on tap. Not a bad way to do it. So this one here, this one is Tony Billy Real. And what's the name of this triple IPA? It's it's the um, it's it's Tony the Emperor of the Equator. It's a uh, triple IPA. Uh, we took our space cake um, uh, model, our beer, uh, the grain bill and the hop profile. Hop profile for space cake is bittered with Columbus and then mosaic and then more mosaic dry hopped after that and then we added azaka hops which are uh new to us um our brewer dan just got a hold of some azaka hops that saw its debut in um baked goods and uh um i overall yeah i, I had this uh last night over at hay merchant and uh it's a it's a beautiful beer and it uh it pays homage to uh tony over at our distributor favorite brands who uh uh, again, one of these guys that was really integral to um, getting the ball rolling on uh, introducing our beer to Texas, and it is really crucial behind the momentum that that we've we've gotten so far. All right, we got to take a quick break and listen to a little bit more Lincoln Durham. Everybody, go get another beer, and when we get back. We'll talk more with cousin Steven. Cousin Steve from Clown Shoes, and we'll talk more about this triple IPA. Dream Ages. Duo Cider Company in Dickinson, Texas is making some delicious ciders. The Rodeo Star Cider, which is a medium, dry, traditional hard apple cider with a crisp, refreshing finish. The Rodeo Star Cherry, which is my favorite. It blends apples and cherries for a distinct fruit character that you need to try. Check them out on Facebook or go visit their tap room down in Dickinson, Texas. Go to pizzaovino.com. Then once you're there, click on the Receive Newsletter and leave your email address. Your name will be selected in a drawing for a two VIP brewery tour passes for St. Arnold to be drawn later this month. Tour includes a flight of four pints of their newest beers and a VIP personally guided tour behind the scenes at the brewery. This is brought to you by St. Arnold, Silver Eagle, and Pizza Vino. Also, Pizza Vino, they deliver your favorite St. Arnold beers along with other Bayou City beers to go with your pizza and strambolis. 
And speaking of strombolias, man, they have a Philly cheesesteak, a chicken Philly cheesesteak, and a spinach onion cheesesteak stromboli. Absolutely delicious. This is Drink of Ages. I am John Demon. We're sitting over here at Drink of Ages Pub. So if you're driving around Houston trying to find a good place to go have a beer, stop in Drink of Ages Pub. Try some of this triple IPA from Clown Shoes that we have on tap, plus a few others. Yeah, I guess decent little tap list going on over here, plus about 200 different bottles and cans that you can crack open and drink here as well. Nothing but the good stuff. I've never looked at that beer wall and went, Nah. Nah, I don't think so. Nothing. Cousin Steve's like, you know, I just don't see anything I like up there other than Clown Shoes Space Cake. <laughs> There's, I've gotten that uh, question a couple of times. Like, do you just drink your beer? No, I don't, I'm not limited to just my beer. Um, uh, I mean, is it my go-to? Yeah, I'll look at that first. Okay, sure. But, like, before I had that Brazos Valley, the... Millions of peaches. Millions of peaches. This peach wit beer, which normally wouldn't have been my first pick, or I said before third pick. But, man, that's a, that's a well-done beer. Very, very nice beer. Yeah. Brazos Valley, man, they, they've really come up with some really good stuff. Uh, but they're doing a couple of their beers is interesting because they, they're not doing any bittering hops. Um, I think it's Willen is one that we have over there in, in cans. Is that, when you say that, is it that they don't add any hops during the bittering stage? Is it all aroma and finishing? I think it's all aroma and finishing. Okay. Yeah. And it's working out so far, I guess. And, yeah, the, like I said, that Willen, eh, we'll crack one of those open right when we get done with this and try it out. Because, I mean, if you never tried it, it's definitely worth it. Uh, looking into it and tasting some because man that's just a delicious beer and i think they have another one that they do i don't know if it's a mama tried but brass valley is making some good beers millions of peaches that's going to end up being my summertime sitting by the pool beer and in between shots of some kind of i don't know frozen something and some millions of peaches because as much as I would love to have this triple IPA be my summer beer, man, at this ABV, yeah, it's going to be a blurry summer. Um, it's not a guzzler, yeah, right. Um, I mean, we are good for uh, your, your sipping beers. Uh, we're good for like if you want to 
kind of crack open a bomber and have that be your beer for the evening. We do have some that are uh, uh, of lighter fare, but um, yeah, we're, pr- pr- people pretty much know us, I think, more so for our, our heavier heavier beers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, God, man. You've... The old Vampire Slayer, which I still have a couple bottles of that. I, I think that still holds up from yeah. 2012. Uh, that that um, Other people have said that they have bottles and opened it and tastes fine, so I imagine... Yeah, a ten percent American Imperial Stout from twenty twelve is still good. Man, that, that would be a good one. We need to do another bottle share up here. I miss the the one that you guys did because of I don't know Taqueria at three o'clock in the morning held me out the next day. But we need to do another bottle share up here, and I I want to break that one up open, try it out, see how it is, because I bet it is delicious. And then you win the bottle share. Yay! I also have some of the old. Uh, uh, I have some old brash beers, too, that were still brewed up there, up in Ipswich. So we're going to have a fun little Massachusetts kind of day. Flight of the Pimp is probably still good. Yeah. Uh, what was the... Smoglifter is probably still good. Smoglifter, and then the... the man, I don't know what's wrong with my head today. It's like I did something really bad yesterday, but I didn't. And But uh, what's the honky? Uh, uh, Cold... Cold-ass honky? Cold-ass honky. Yeah. I think I have a bottle of that one, too. But, yeah. Get out some of those brash beers and some clown shoes. Looking over the cooler, though, uh, you're talking about some of the beers that you guys came out with, the lower ABVs. You you started putting some in cans. That's new. Um, We did that first. um, Actually, uh, this year, uh, I mean, we had Whammy Bar uh, in cans. Um, that kind of paved the way. We were testing the waters to see what that the, the popularity of that would be. Um, even six packs are still relatively new for us. Uh, but now that we have our own canning line up in Ipswich, uh, we can fit more into cans as it's appropriate. Uh, we are going to start coming out with some uh, four pack 16 ounce cans. Which, what's your opinion on a 16 ounce tall boy? Uh, depends on the really what we're doing, but I like to carry them because you know, 16 ounces is a great volume for most beers. If you're going to do, I mean, are you talking like your higher ABV beers in 16 ounce cans? We're going to roll out. Uh, we're going to, um, well, as far as at least for Texas, we're going to start with a Space Cake 7 and uh, we were going to do uh, Guava King. Space Cake, yeah, Space Cake Seven is good and uh, lower, I mean, decent ABV beer. I mean, it's what that's at seven something, right? Seven point seven seven. Yeah, seven point seven seven. That makes sense. And so now I think sixteen ounces of that Guava King, delicious beer, phenomenal. I think, uh, yeah, wh- however you can get that beer down here is a great way to do it. So if it comes in sixteen ounce cans, that's what I'll be drinking out of. Because that one. Uh, that's that's another one named after someone here local, Josh, right? Josh Baggett, yeah, um, from uh, favorite brands, from favorite brands as well. And yeah, when that one came out, man, I was really surprised. It, I expected it to be a really nice beer, but it, it was much better than I expected because guava is one of those one of those fruits and beers that can kind of go weirdly, and where it's not always a, a tasty beer. You know, it can get really kind of funky and musty pretty quick. And the one you guys produced, man, just had that nice little sweetness to it. 
We'll finish with that little guava. With uh, that beer, we did um, the uh, we added the guavas to the boil instead of after primary fermentation. So, a lot of that. Uh, you're right. Uh, a lot of that um, uh, intense guava flavor and a lot of that sweetness uh, ferments out. Uh, so you are left with a light guava taste. It's a beer first, and then you get the guava second. Um, and that, for me, is the IPA that wins people over who think that uh, they are not an IPA fan. That think uh, that think that all IPAs are bitter and 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 uh, uh, piney and resiny, and then that's kind of their their gateway IPA. <laughs> When we put it on tap here, I mean, it was one of the fastest kegs that we blew through was Guava King. It was tasty. I think this one here, the Triple IPA, I think we'll go through that one really fast just because people like to see the high ABVs, and when they see that it's an IPA, and plus, once they taste it, they're going to want a glass of it. It is delicious. So you get you can get this for a few accounts around town. They say, hey, Merchant. Hey, Merchant. And then, uh, well, um, it just came in on Monday, uh, and Monday being Labor Day, it really didn't start um, getting out uh, unpacked until Tuesday. So draft was available first, and that was at Hay Merchant yesterday. And um, I imagine bottles will be next week. You'll like, you'll get it down the road. You'll get it here if you want it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Excellent, man. Well, cousin Steve, uh, it's been fun hanging out talking to you. We're about done with this triple IPA, man, and which is a good way to start the evening. Or your day. Or your day. Depending on, I mean, time is relative, really. It pretty much is. Or before your nap. <laughs> before I jump into these little peanut butter filled pretzels over here. So we probably do need it in the show before I start crunching on this. But, uh, Cousin Steve, man, thanks for coming and hanging out. Good to see you again. And if uh, I'm sure you know, if you haven't tried any of the Clown Shoes beers, man, just look for it. they got the beautiful labels, pretty badass stuff. But you will not be you will not be unhappy trying any of the beers. I want to thank everybody for listening. Hope everybody has a great night tonight. Uh, everybody be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Go Astros. Astros, man, just unbelievable comebacks this week. Unbelievable. Big wins. Big wins. I don't know. I'm getting getting you know, a little sidetracked here, but you're getting spoiled by these Astros of ours. And so we're sitting up here watching at the pub the other night, and I was like, oh, man, they're down by five. But you still think they're going to come back, and they do. It's amazing. It's amazing baseball right now. But everybody be safe out there. The show is sponsored by, like I said earlier, Twisted X Brewing Company. And when you're out and about in Hills Country, stop by the tap room. It's open Thursday through Sunday. Or just look for some of their beers and, and try them out. Listen to some of the old shows sponsored by Buffalo by Brewing Company by going to iTunes. You can find them there. And you can go to drinkabages.com and listen to them there as well. Everybody be safe. Talk to everybody next week. <laughs>